Hello and welcome to Tarot Living with Manasa podcast. I am your host, Manasa Gabon, and I am so glad to be here with all of you. I welcome you to season two, episode three, and I want to thank you. I just want to express my gratitude and send you all love for being here with me. I see those of you that, uh, not individually, that I give me your info who were with me in season one, even though I do know one of my friends from junior high and high school, who we have reconnected, has been with me from season one, and now we're here in season two. And I want to thank you all for taking this time to tune in to this podcast. Now, I am Manasa, and I'm a spiritual living coach, a spiritual living doula, a life magic coach, a divination professional, a tarot card reader, a psychic, an intuitive, a claircognizant, clairaudient. I'm all those things. I am. So I go with spiritual living coach because I'm going back to my roots, my basics, which uh, I think I talked about before. I felt like last year I was chasing money, chasing clients, and I'm back to what I've always done. My original entrepreneur, my original business name, which is based on when I was still steeped in traditional religion, is My Delights Ministry, based on the verse in Proverbs that delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart or delight yourself in God and he will give you the desires of your heart. And that is very true. When we delight ourselves in our divinity, right? Now I've been able to expand that and not make it so religious, but understand the invitation of the universe to expand that. But that whole ministry was about helping people live a transformed life. And uh, I am, that's always been a part of what I've done. I've always worked with the amazing Archangel Zadkiel, which is about a transformational angel. And so I'm here again. And so that's why if you go to my website, you'll see that my uh, web page is under transformation because I am changing. I'm not offering traditional tarot readings. You don't need me for that. They've got other amazing tarot professionals for that. But what I am doing is giving spiritual living guidance to help you transform your life. And I'm getting off track. So just letting you know that that's what I'm doing. And that's what I do. I'm here to be a resource, a support, a guide, you know, your spiritual pastor, your minister, someone who is guiding you, leading, using my education, my experience, my, uh, my divine gifts to help you get off the rat race and to live a life that is more heart-centered and, and soul-connected. That's why we're all, you know, no, I'm right. No, I'm right. No, is it okay? Because we, we've lost our connection to our heart and we've lost our connection to our souls. Not that it's lost, but it's being interrupted. It's being re- rerouted. We're out of alignment and the way for this world. And this isn't just like pie in the sky. This is true. We can get our energy back into alignment with the truth of who we are as divine energy, divine entities, and that we are one. Yes, I'm going to have some little harsh words later today about some stuff, but I don't care. You know, people, uh, I just say, I live here in the Mid-South now, so I see a lot more prejudice than I did in California. And you can feel how you feel, and I can disagree with you, but you namaste. The God in me honors the God in you, and that's the energy we need to get back to. Okay, so end of sermon. Amen. So welcome again to season two, episode three, you know, and I'm just coming from my heart. If you don't like it, there are plenty of other podcasts for you. And I thank you for the time that you have spent with me, but I'm, I'm going to be me. I'm going to be me. So here we go. So this 
episode was going to be about winter season decks. And I had several decks to look at, but after my research, one deck caught my attention. One deck got my heart, and it's called Seasons of the Witch Yule Oracle. And the creators of this deck are Lorianne Anderson and Juliet Diaz. And the beautiful illustrations on this deck is by Giada Rose. Now, see, when I lived in California, which I did until 2019, winter is like a little, like a two-week annoyance. We have some rain. The weather's cold. It's great for the people up at Big Bird and Mammoth because they get snow and they get business. But it was like seasons. Hmm. You know, there's a guy on TikTok that says in Florida, they have summer and summer junior. And so it was really never an issue for me. Uh, but being here in West Tennessee, now I'm letting you know, I've had some winter. <laughs> I was trapped at my day job last year for a week because we got 12 inches of snow and uh, Tennessee, Mississippi and Arkansas, the tri-state area that I'm a part of, not ready for that. We've had snow here already this winter. So it snows here, but it melts. Uh, but we, I wear long johns to work because I realize that they're not cute little things to wear around the house, but they actually have a functional purpose. When it's 25 degrees outside, you need some thermal underwear. And so I have a new appreciation for the seasons. Summer and spring, still my favorite, <laughs> our two favorites. And then uh, I was introduced to the amazing Dr. Heather Hardison on healing at Healing Through Tarot. And she talked about seasonal decks in, in her amazing podcast. And please check her out. And I thought, oh, okay, maybe I need to start thinking about that. And then I won the deck that I'm going over today from Healing Through Tarot. And I was like, wow, all right, this is all good. And so talks about winter, winter. And so I love this. Uh, and of course, experiencing winter in a new way that what is winter about, they ask in the book that goes along with the tarot de uh, the oracle deck. Taking time to turn inward for healing, contemplation, and prayer. And one of the things that I love, winter here teaches a very important lesson. Uh, we have these this beautiful tree that's in our front yard. And in the winter, I call it naked tree because it just drops its leaves. It just releases and stands there bare as it is. Like, this is me. See me. I'm here, you know, all the trees, just naked, just, but still beautiful. And I will say that when they get a dusting of snow, they glisten. It is really gorgeous. But, you know, bears hibernate. Our little frogs that are usually in the summer, actually spring, having their little mating calls and keeping everybody awake with their calling. You know, the turtles here that we see in the spring on the ponds, it's that time to hibernate that time to go within, that time to turn within and connect. You know, sometimes look at that shadow side and just bring the light of who we are to that space. And so this is part of what that deck celebrates. Now, one of the other things that I love about this deck, and I think I talked about it on this program, or it may actually be, I talked about it on my YouTube channel. I think I talked about it on my YouTube channel when I honored Dr. King. That one of the things that caught my heart about this book, about this deck, is that in the book they talk about the call for diversity and magic. The authors say we want to send our deepest and most sincere apology for not showing up for people of color, POC, in our previous deck of this series. We are people of color authors, and we have long recognized the call for diversity and magic. 
magic comes in all shapes, colors, sizes. Amen. Hallelujah. And so it is what seems like an unlimited number of ways to practice. But we won't lie to you. It's taken us years of personal practice to understand the need for better representation in the magical community. Not because we didn't see it, but because issues about race are generational wounds that take time to heal. Preach, sisters, preach. When we created the season of the witch Samhain Oracle, which is the deck before this, they weren't ready to face that issue. But in this deck, they've got some beautiful brown skin people. And, you know, that's one of the things you have to talk about. You know, people, they're passing bills like, we don't want white people to feel bad about ignorance, their ignorance. And when it comes to race and prejudice and bigotry and white privilege and it's like white entitlement. It's like, listen, you can't heal something if you don't feel the pain. If you don't feel the pain of your appendix going bad, you will just drop dead one day. But everyone who's had an appendicitis attack, that pain led to their healing. And so I call upon my white brothers and sisters that are in the magical community. Y'all got to lead. It's, it's not my issue. It's not my brown uh, Asian sibling. It's not our issue. It is for y'all to lead the way in this healing. We will support you in that. But people of color belong everywhere. And much of this magic, much of what Wiccans do is they appropriated rituals and religions and magic and spirituality from South America, Central America, Asia, and the motherland, and then made it theirs because, of course, those of us who are who are the descendants of those places, we were robbed of that identity. We were robbed of that connection. We were force-fed Jesus and Christianity to take that magic away from us because they knew how powerful it was. And so now we're coming back to that. And we're not saying give it to us, but we're saying we don't. We shouldn't have to knock the door in. The door should be wide open and there should be an invitation. Come in, sisters and brothers. Join us at the table that you built. And we've been sitting here, but now we recognize and give you that place of honor. And so that's very important. And I'm so grateful to these two for bringing that image up bringing that to the forefront and so yes like i won't buy a tarot deck if it's all white folks i'm not even gonna say sorry because that's not how the real world is and magic you know magic when it's bewitched a beautiful blonde lady you know from the bewitched series that's all good but you know when it's a black person being like you know call me now it's always us looking bad well uh-uh 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 this magic started in the heart of Africa and it's in the heart of everyone because we are one, but we have a, let us lead at the table. Let us set the table. And I'm not knocking any doors down anymore. I'm opening the door. I'm walking in. And so I very much honor these two for that. So then reclaiming the shifting witch image. And it does sort of bring me back to bewitched, you know, bewitched was all, you know, Samantha was all, you know, calm and beautiful and very approachable. And then her mother was like this whirlwind of anger. And then there was, who was that crazy aunt that when she would sneeze, stuff would happen. And Dr. Bombay, you know, that, or there's witch doctor, ooga, hooga, hooga, booga. Okay. And you can be ooga, hooga, booga, booga, or beautiful blonde witch, or full size white, purple, green, purple, yellow, whatever witch. But that, yes, the image of witch, it's long, hard for me for a long time to even deal with any Oracle decks that had the word witch in it. And so we're reclaiming that image and that a witch is really a woman who was powerful, 
connected to her magic, knew her value. And for a patriarchal system that wanted to dominate that matriarchal system, she was considered something bad. But the truth is she was the magic, is the magic, has been the magic, and will continue to be the magic. I also like this book because it wants to talk about, or this deck and this book wants to talk about, now some people will say, excuse me, Ooh, excuse me, pagan religion or pre-Christian religion, but no, those they're indigenous. Paganism is a pejorative term created by Christians for religions that existed eons before Christianity. And Christianity is really nothing but the rehashing of other religions. The sun, the light of the world. Well, what is the light of the world on this planet? The sun. I mean, it's like, duh, duh. And I'm saying duh to myself because I was deep in it. I'm an ordained minister. I went to seminary. So I know what it is like to be kind of hoodwinked or bamboozled. But when you get out, it's like, it's like this stuff is obvious, right? Because the spirit of the universe, the spirit of the divine, that connecting spirit opens our eyes. All right. So here we go. And so that is the end of my sermon, which I say every time. And then I start preaching again, right? So I told y'all, that's what I do. So I want to talk about some of the beautiful aspects of this deck. One of the things that I love about it, talking about the light, right? They have a whole thing about candle magic. They have a thing, an image of frost, but it's a candle on a beautiful tree outside. They have merriment. And again, people of different nationalities wearing wreaths with candles. And then even the light, hope is but a word, but a word casting the unseen. Let there be light where light is but a dream. And then they have the star card, a star at the top of a beautiful tree sitting outside in the woods and so much snow in these images, <laughs> which is beautiful, a beautiful part of winter. And if you are and listen to me and Callie, go on up and support those businesses in Big Bear and Mammoth and Mountain High because they need the business because you notice the rain be kind of, hmm, hmm, hmm. I know if you know me, I communicate using sounds and things. I don't always use words. So, hmm, hmm, hmm. And then I love that they have cards that are about medicine. They have dove medicine and squirrel medicine and bear medicine and the beautiful red cardinal medicine and cardinal being very important in this part of Tennessee. I love the hearth card. May your warmth take in the gazing flame. Upon thy shivers, they melt away. And in this heart, they have the wreath, they have the cardinal, they have the beautiful poinsettia, beautiful, diverse images. And then, of course, I do want to talk about how these beautiful authors and this beautiful uh, illustrator bought in the beautiful images of women of color. You know, one of the things that has been a conversation, if you watch the beautiful, beautiful Disney movie Encanto, that you see a wide range of skin tones there, you know, that they got on Lin-Manuel Miranda for his show, The Heights, because all he had was light-skinned uh, Latinas and Latinos. And it's like, you know, the world is diverse. Even white people, not all just pale and pasty white. There's some that have a have a beautiful tone to their skin, you know. I'm just saying that diversity is the is the is the truth. Diversity is how we all are. And so in this deck that yes, there are lots of different skin tones, 
and on the snow deck, a beautiful sister poinsettia. In the ornaments deck, you see a gorgeous chocolate hand reaching for the ornaments in mistletoe and the wreath. And again, different types of hair, full hair, straighter hair, you know, that we can acknowledge the beauty of all types that, you know, in the black community, I mean, look at, uh, you know, you know that, uh, what was it, Destiny's Child? You see, Beyonce is famous today because her light skin opened doors for her that the beautiful Kelly and Michelle don't have that opportunity. And that's just truth, right? But we can change that. And this deck and many other decks, that's what I love about Kyle Gray. He has included the whole world. And now I'm starting to see different size people. You don't have to be skinny to do magic. You can be plus size. And so I would like to see more people wearing glasses, people in wheelchairs, people with canes, uh, so that we can include everyone. Often people, often our disabled colleagues, our disabled family are the last ones to be included, and partially because they are not, can't be barging and kicking doors in like everyone else. And so then the other thing I love about this deck is that there are some cards that really... Again, as we talk about winter being a time to turn within, a time to connect with our inner self, a time to connect with our divine wisdom, our Christ consciousness or the Sophia Christ consciousness within. They have these beautiful cards. Let me put them, let me see if I can get them in order while we're waiting here. Here we go. I got so excited about this deck. I won't tell you that. I was up at the crack of dawn, which is my usually time, but we were out to get to the dentist with my daughter and uh, things didn't turn out, didn't turn out for how she wanted, but I know they turned out for the best and really getting a chance to look at this deck and see what a beautiful gift I have in my hands. And so this deck, when it talks about these words of the winter time of connecting with the divine within, it starts with the ceremony card. I call upon those heralds of winter, dimming light for better sight. Hear thy praise, spilling from thy lips, a spell cast for thy spirits in me. So then ceremony. What is the sacred ceremony that you can do at this time of the year? Card number seven, contemplating in the stillness. And then, of course, gratitude. I'm right now doing a coaching program, a beta for putting a coaching program together in the second quarter of this year. And one of the ways that I always know my client's life will be transformed is that I require any client that works with me, no matter what format of the coaching I'm doing, to have a gratitude journal because gratitude is the rock solid foundation of transformation, which is a quote from my book. And it is the connection to prosperity, to abundance and to life. And so gratitude, so important. It has a gorgeous card in here. All that I am and all that I'll ever be forever in gratitude, I'll eternally be. And then our next image is perseverance. And then it has reindeer medicine here, which probably should have been in the medicine one. But I like that. Again, it has the image of the moon in the antlers of the reindeer calling us to turn within and to connect with the divine. The next card of calling us to our sacredness is remembering. Taking that time to reflect on the good 
and what has not been so good to say, where is the lesson? How have I grown from this? And then with love, I release blah, 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 this person involved or this situation. I don't need it anymore in my life. Tranquility in the womb of blissful quieting and calming stillness lives the world, the world of worlds spellbound to silence. And that's one of the things Oprah this week talks about your home, having a place that you call home, a place that is your sacred, sacred sanctuary. And when my wife and I, we weren't married at the time, God here, this was our house. But in the three years almost that we have lived here, this place has become our sanctuary, our home, our sacred space. And we have chairs in our room where we sit and relax and ah, that tranquility, what a gift. And to do it in this wintertime under my comforter, with my thermal underwear on and my heavy socks, what a blessing. What a blessing of this season. And then the last card reminding us of this beautiful tranquil time turning inward. Inside this veil of bone and flesh, I lay my soul to sleep. All the truths within thy breath have come to greet me. That all that we are and all that we need and all that we can be is within. And when we connect with that divine magic, the truth of who we are, we become we step into the impossibilities that are possible and we live an unlimited life and so this season of the witch your oracle has really been a, a healing for me to understand that there is a voice there that says yes there is diversity in magic there is diversity in this world of uh, magic tarot divination, all those things that I hold dear and that are tools now in my tool chest to be able to empower and be a transformative presence on this planet. One of the things someone asked me is, when did you connect with your, your gifts? And I said, I used them all my life. I didn't know it at that time. When I was like in elementary school, I mean, like seven or eight, my neighbors, my neighbor's kids, you know, the kids at my same age would come to me and talk to me about their problems. And I would be giving them solutions. Same when I was in junior high and high school, if I'd been a mean girl, I would have really had the info on people. But I was connecting to my Claire cognizant, which is the divine knowing and, and using those gifts, use people's spirits guides, talking to me and guiding me. And so it's a gift that I've used all the time. And it's so good to know now that as the world is getting smaller, the community of those involved and welcomed is getting bigger. And so I highly recommend this beautiful deck. We've got until March 21st to be in this beautiful season. And it is a great time to really just touch so many aspects of the gift of winter. And even though I would rather be running around in shorts and a t-shirt in January, like I'm used to from having lived in Cali, I am grateful for the softness and sweetness of the snow, the invitation of the chill to wrap myself tight and to remember to hold myself tight and hold tight those things that matter to me, my family, my identity, my business, and all of that being a part of my spiritual self and my alignment with my higher soul purpose. And I invite you to in this winter season, wherever you are in the world, to take the time to follow the example of the bear and the four of swords to hibernate, be still, connect, 
and the invitation from the book of Psalms. Psalms 46.10, be still and know that I am God. In the stillness, you can reach, connect with, and know your divinity. I thank you for joining me again. Thank you for allowing me to express my opinions. And I love all of you. I'm grateful for all of you. And I wish you a blessed and beautiful day, night, afternoon, whatever time you are listening to this. And I'll see you again in a couple weeks. And let me see. I'll pull out my calendar. And what will I be talking about the next time? Oh, you know what? I was going to do the Linderman cards, but I'm actually going to flip that because I'm still learning how to work with them. And so I was going to do... Oh, I've got to look on my other paper because I changed it around. Oh, of course, we're going to do the African-American goddesses because it is... Oh, that's for Women's Month. All right, I got to take a look at my things. I've changed them all around. Maybe I have to do Linderman anyway. It's still very interesting. Oh, Lord, that's me, Virgo with Sagittarius Moon and Libra Rising. Have a beautiful day. Love, blessings to all of you.